The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Rosh Hashanah. Masechet Rosh Hashanah has been sponsored by Mr. Soli and Cheryl Mizrahi. Hashem Alehem Yihyu for the Hatzlacha of both of their families, for Bezat Hashem, health, happiness, Rabnasa, continued success, and of course, uh, much Nachat and uh, pleasure from their children. Hiratzon, in the Zechut of their dedication to the Masechet Rosh Hashanah, they will be Zochef for good judgment, they will be Zochef for good Beracha and Mazal in all their endeavors. Amen. Amen. Daf has been dedicated by Mr. Nisim and Elias Bassan, Hashem Yishmenim Bihayim, in memory of their mother, Sarah Bat Malka. Ruach Hashem Tanihena Beganayadin. Amen. Daf Yod. Today's daf has been dedicated to Elunishmat Abraham ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanihena Beganayadin. Amen. Today's daf is being studied. Yafa bat sara, el narefana la, el narefana la, el narefana la, betuk sharchul amu Israel. Amen. We begin today's daf on Tet Amud Bet. Four lines from the bottom, starting with Tanur Banan. Gemara says, Tanur Banan, we have a brighter. Echadano teya, somebody that plants, plants a tree. Echadam mavrich. Mavrich is where he takes the tree. And he takes the top of the tree, it's a, it's a, it's a sapling still, so it's, it's uh, pliable, and he bends it over and puts the top of the tree in the ground. So now you have the bottom of the roots in the ground, and the top of the tree, like you made like a, uh, an arc, an arch, into the ground, and you wait until it takes root, and once the second side takes root, you cut it, now you have two trees. That's a form of planting, it's called mavrich. The Ehad Markiv. Markiv is Arkava, in English they call that grafting, where you would take, a, let's say, a piece of wood from one tree, you make a hole in the other tree, and you stick that piece of wood inside, that causes the now tree to have, you know, a piece of the other tree in its, uh, in its uh, uh, makeup, and that's called grafting. Now, grafting normally is Asur, unless it's Min Bimino, unless it's similar species, there would be Mutar. Common denominator in all these cases These are all forms of planting Now when did he do this? He did it let's say in the 60th year of the Shemitah cycle 30 days before Rosh Hashanah So there's two laws of it Number one Regarding the laws of Orla We know that the first three years of a tree's existence, the fruits are considered orla, they are asur. So the hadush over here is, now we know that, when do you count the years of orla? From Aleph to Shri. Right? Every Aleph to Shri that passes, you tack on another year for orla, that's the cutoff date. So the hadush over here is, so long as you had it in the ground, you planted it 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, once Rosh Hashanah comes, it's already considered the second year now of orla. You don't need to have complete years. Once you had 30 days, now Tashri comes, already it's considered you're starting the second year of Rosh One year already is, uh, is, is tallied, and you're starting the second year. And then the second law is, 
these fruit are not subject to the laws of Shemitah. Why? Since I planted them 30 days before, so normally we have laws of Erev Shemitah, but when it comes to uh, this case over here, where you planted these trees and you did th- these items, it's considered you did it in time, that it's not going to be subject to Shemitah. And therefore, it's not. Uh, it's considered 60 uh, goods. 60 goods, you don't have to destroy in the Shemitah year. So we have two laws. Number one, you, you have one year of Orla, once the Shri comes. And number two, Mutalika Yevan. Look at Rashi. Let's read them all. Let's read Rashi Mavrich. Kofef eta zimorot ba'aris. That you bend the, uh, the branches into the ground. Markiv ilan bahadero. That would be uh, grafting. Right, for Orla, once the Shri comes, it's a year. Now, look at the next piece of the Gemara. Two lines on the bottom. Let's say he did all these plantings less than 30 days before Rosh Hashanah. Does it matter? We didn't say anything about taking root over here. Okay. Till now, at this point, we're just saying he, he planted, he grafted, or he was a merkif. Now the Gemara says, if he did it less than thirty days, within less than thirty days, number one, you don't get to tack on a year when it comes to tishri, and number two, if it's shemitah year, that's considered as if you planted it in shemitah, and therefore during that year you have to destroy the fruit. Those fruit are forbidden. Now, obvious, if it's less than 30 days, and it's in the Shemitah year, there's no law of Allah, because it's already Shemitah. So therefore, it's a suit to use them regardless. The, really, this case is two cases. If it's less than 30 days in a regular year, then already when the first Tishli comes, you don't count it as year one. You have to wait till the second Tishli comes, it's considered year one. If it's less than 30 days before the Shemitah year, then already the fruit have to be destroyed, like the laws of Shemitah. Good? Yeah. Look at Rashi, bottom Rashi. You have to wait until the following Tishli. If it's not the Shemitah, if it's not the Shemitah, which means, let's say it's the fourth year. So in the fourth year, you did these items. So now, you did it less than 30 days. So you don't count the first Tishri. You have to wait until the next Tishri. Okay. But if it was the, before the Shemitah year, Why? Because we learned yesterday's daf, that you have to add. So when it comes to planting, the minimum, you have to, you have to get it in uh, before 30 days. Once you don't get it within 30 days, you're in the Tosefet uh, zone, and therefore it's going to be uh, a suit. Now the Gemara analyzes. And regarding the fruit that come out of this uh, planting, Asurin ad tu bishvat are forbidden until tu bishvat, im le orla, orla, vim le rebai. Whether it's for Orla or whether it's for Neta Leva'i. Now let's talk outside this case that we read Rashi. Rashi's in the case like this. Very interesting. Let's say you have your 30 days. Plenty with 30 days before Rosh Hashanah. We're telling you, you're actually gaining. Because once Rosh Hashanah comes, you got a year. Okay? Then the second Rosh Hashanah, that's number two. <laughs> then the third Rosh Hashanah already, you're uh, done with 
or not, that's already the third year, and seemingly when the fourth Rosh Hashanah comes, that should take care of you now, Netarevai. Netarevai is the fourth year, the food has still Kodesh. But you can take them up to Yerushalayim, and you uh, make Hedul on them, you uh, um, uh, transfer the Kedushah, and uh, uh, that, 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 that have, uh, um, they're usable. Netarevai, you have to just make Hedul on them, you have to uh, make a pigeon. But the point is, the Chaura, where does Tubishvat get involved in over here? Chaura, you just have to wait. The Hadush, you just save it to Shri. Instead of having to wait to the subsequent Tashri, you can get the first Tashri 30 days later. That's one, uh, one year, which is already starting the second year. In the second Tashri, already starting the, uh, uh, it's considered this, uh, year two, which is already starting year three. And then the, the third one already, you completed it. Now you're starting year four. And once you get to the, the, the fourth Tashri, you're done. So, he goes, no. We have a rule. Since we saved you time in the beginning, right, we're going 30 days because of the year. Right. You have to be, uh, you have to compensate that saved time at the end. How do you save that, compensa- how do you compensate that saved time at the end? Once the tree becomes the third year, it's not called the sapling anymore. It's not called the neta anymore. Now it's called an ilan. If you remember now Mishnah, we said when it comes to Ilanot, trees, Tubishvat is the Rosh Hashanah for trees. So that's the Hadush is like this. Year one, 30 days later, right away, beautiful. So you're ready, you're starting the second year. Okay. The next Tishri, Tishri number two, already you're starting the, the third. Tishri number three, you're not considered yet done yet. Even though it's the third year now, you finished three years. The third year is not going to finish until Tubishvat of that year. So you got to go from Tishri to Tubishvat, which is seven and a half months longer, right? And that's when the third year is considered finished. I continue. Now from Tubishvat until Tishri, let's go to Rashi, finish the year, that's already you'll be done with Netanyahu. So technically you are saving seven and a half months in the sense that you don't have to go all the way to the next Tishri. Right? The switch from Orla to Neta Rabi'i happens at the fourth year. That's, that's, that's Correct. And then, 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 then you have to go from there. Neta Rabi'i ends in, in, in Tishri. Correct. So technically, by getting these 30 days over here, in the beginning, you are going to save seven and a half months in the sense that you're not going to have to go all the way to to Bishvat. Yeah, we have a chart in your art school 10A1. Look at diagram one. You see, planted 30 days before Rosh Hashanah. Because that's the case we want. Okay, so you see the first box, 30 days. So you, have, you, you did 30 days. First Rosh Hashanah. Okay, that's already. Hola. Second Rosh Hashanah. Hola. Third Rosh Hashanah, technically Allah should be over. Says no. You got to go a little further. You got to take it until the 15th of Shabbat. Then your Allah is over. Now why are you doing that? Because since we gave you a shortcut in the beginning, we have to extend you at the end. So Netanyahu will start in Tubishvat of the fourth year. And it will go all the way until, actually it's Tubishvat, I, 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 I go... Best fourth Rosh go all the way to Tubishvat again. That, 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 that's the clarity. Go to Tubishvat again. Now your Netanyahu is over. 
And what you're gaining is that before you got to the fifth Rosh Hashanah, you're considered done. And therefore it's a seven and a half month gain. The Hiddush of the case is that even though when you got to the third Rosh Hashanah, you said, I'm done. No, you're not. We're going to extend because that's considered Ilan. Ilan goes after Tubishvat. So therefore go to Tubishvat. Now your third year is done. Your fourth year begins on Tubishvat. Go from Tubishvat to the next Tubishvat because it's Ilan already, of course. You've got to go with Ilan. Tubishvat is the day now. And the following Tubishvat will be considered done. Meaning no one at now it's whole, totally uh, non-consecrated fruit. And the benefit is, from that Rosh Hashanah, from that Tu Bishvat, you gain, you didn't have to wait till the fifth Rosh Hashanah, it was the seventh and eighth game. Now it's the next job. If it was less than 30 days, well less than 30 days, your first Rosh Hashanah you don't count. So you're not saving any time from the beginning. Now what's the rule we're saying here today? If you don't save any time in the beginning, we're not going to make you extend it at the end. Good? Mm-hmm. So therefore, your second Rosh Hashanah is actually the first year, beginning of the second year, right? Then you got the third Rosh Hashanah, then you got the fourth Rosh Hashanah. So the fourth Rosh Hashanah, you're done with Orla, and then the next uh, year, fourth and fifth will be Netarivari, and then the fifth Rosh Hashanah, you're done mm-hmm. with everything. Fifth Rosh Hashanah. Now again, the reason why we didn't push you up to Tubishvat is again, because since I didn't give you a shortcut in the beginning of the process, I don't have to delay you at the end. That's Shittat Rashi. Okay? Now let's read this aside again. Uperot, Nitiazu, Asurin ad Tubishvat. That means the perot that you planted 30 days before, that's the case, what I was talking about, are going to be Asur in the third year as Orla. Until Tu Bishvat. Now, Im le Orla, Orla. Now again, if it's the third year, it'll be called Orla. Im le Rebari, Rebari. If it's the Neta Rebari, it's Neta Rebari. Which is depending on what year you're on, the Tu Bishvat becomes the cut-off point. Now let's read Rashi, Tap, Tap Rashi. Uperot neti azu asurim. Ve'afalpi sha'amarnu, even though we learned, Alta lo shana, right? Did we say 30 days before the first Roshana is considered already a year? Change that to the If let's say the fruit in the fourth year, which means three Rosh Hashanahs passed. The first one after 30 days, the second Rosh Hashanah, then the third Rosh Hashanah. That's already the fourth year. If let's say the fruit started to emerge right away in the third year before Tu Bishvat, the Shri of the third year, the fruit now started to emerge from this tree. It's still considered Orla. Wait a minute, I'm in the fourth year, but doesn't matter. Because now the cutoff point for Orla is when? To Bijvat. And therefore those fruit, they consider Orla forever. Shafabish, Roshanat Tishri, Lintiah, even though, what do you mean? We said that Roshanat is really Tishri, and you passed already three of them. To Bijvat, Roshanat Ilan. Vizu Kivar Naasit Ilan. This already, once the third year comes, it's not called an Etiyah anymore. It's called an Ilan. en shinata mitchadeshet latzet midi orla ad tu bishvat. So the orla is not going to go off until tu bishvat, which is any fruit that grows in that interim is orla. What do you do with orla? It's asur hanai. You cannot benefit from it. That means it's asur forever. Which means the law is the orla fruit doesn't turn into netan evari. Whatever is orla remains orla forever. Aval misham ul halan. But let's see now, 
after Tu Bishvat, anything that's going to emerge is going to be considered what? Neta Rebai. Im Yachantu Ba Perot Din Rebai Alehem. Nafkamina, Lechol Birushalayim. You take it to Birushalayim, you make the Halun, you eat them. That's what you do with Neta Rebai. Now, Ubetu Lishana Ba'a, Tu Bishvat of the next year, then already everything's over. Yatsu Mide Rebai. Everything goes. Off of Revai, Perot Halutim Ba Mikam Ba Ilach Lekau. Now, the Kachu Ilu La Lamid Lefner Rosh Hashanah. So, what does the thirty days benefit you? They tell me that thirty days before Rosh Hashanah you get a year. Shemem Ba'Hedat Tera Metu B'Shvat Ad Rosh Hashanah. You're going to benefit from Tu B'Shvat Rosh Hashanah. Because normally, to get out of Neta Revai, you'll have to wait to the fifth Rosh Hashanah. By having the thirty day law, you don't got to go to the fifth Rosh Hashanah. You go to the Tubishvat before the fifth Rosh Hashanah and already out of Netan Avi. So it was a seven and a half month game. Clear? Let's we'll say again. You have your thirty days. The first Rosh Hashanah is counted as year one. It's already starting year two. Then you get the second one, and you got the third one. Technically, once you're in the third, you should be Netan Avi in Tishri. No. Go to Tubishvat. Go to Tubishvat because we gave you a shortcut in the beginning, so we got to give you an extension at the end. That's why the Dibah explains, by the way. And uh, the extension is going to be to Tubishvat because that's Rosh Hashanah, Li'ilanot. Good. Once you get to Rosh Hashanah, Li'ilanot, Tubishvat, now it starts the fourth year. Nafkamina, any fruit that emerged before Tubishvat is Orla. So it's interesting that it comes out. It's possible to have Orla in year four. Right, because you got to 30 days, you got to that year, so it's year four, but you're still in Orla until you get to Tubishvat. Right, and then once you get to Tubishvat, so now already Tubishvat to Tubishvat. Now, even though technically you're in year uh, five, we're still treating it as year four for the Tarevai, but the Hadush, you don't got to go all the way to the fifth Tishri, you can go to the uh, two bishvats, it's a seven-eighth month game. Okay, now the Gibran says, How do we know this concept? Which means, how do you know the two bishvat law? How do you know that when you get the 30 days uh, to be considered a year, that in the third year, it's not Tishri, you have to wait until two bishvat, nafkamina, fruit that emerged before that two bishvat are considered orla. How do you know that? Minan nemile. Statements from Rabbi Yohanan. And some are inclined to learn. The Torah says that in the fourth year and in the fourth year, and in the fifth year. Now, get the context of these Pesukim. When it says the fourth year, it's referring to Orla. The Pasuk before that talks about the law of Allah. And it's much about saying that the law of Allah is three years. Sounds like it's saying, and it can be in the fourth year. So Allah can be in the third year. Now then it says, in the fourth year it's considered implied that could also be in the fifth year. So the Gibran says, Sometimes it'll be in the fourth year, but it's still Orla. What's the case in the fourth year, it's still Orla? Here you technically are in the fourth Rosh Hashanah. Which is, you're in the third Rosh Hashanah, which is already the fourth year. Your first Rosh Hashanah was 30 days later, that's one. Your second Rosh Hashanah, the third Rosh Hashanah is already in the fourth year, and still we're saying what? Totu Bishvat, it's Orla. 
What do you mean? I'm in the fourth year. Yeah. Sometimes in the fourth year, you're still going to be subject to Ola until to Mishmah. Now let's go. Let's continue the case. Now you get um, the next Tishri. So the next Tishri, technically, you're in the fifth year, right? But still, you're considered in Netanibayatil to Mishmah. So it says Uba Shana Hamishit. That sometimes Rebai. Could be in the fifth. That's the, she says it's the vav is the key of the derasha over here. As if they're saying, you have three years orla, uba shana harbi'it. And also, orla will be in the fourth year. You have four years of netanabai, uba shana harbi'it. And in the fifth year. And now we understand the case. It's the case of the tubishvat uh, factor. Good? Okay. So comes Gibran says, Lema de lo let us say that this whole case is not like the Bimi'ir. Why? Because we're going to show you the Bimi'ir holds. You don't need 30 days to be considered a year. So long as you're one day before the year, you tack on a new year. This opinion is saying you need 30. Now where do you see the Bimi'ir? It says all you need is one day before the year to be considered a year. The Bimi'ir says one day of the year is considered a year. Where did he say that? The Tanya, we have a Blaita. Now, the Torah talks about different animals for different Kurbanot. So the Gemara uh, now is going to tell us the age of these animals. Par ha'amur bat Torah. When it says a par in the Torah, now we have a tradition. Whenever it says par, it means three years old. The question is, how do you calculate three years? So it says, Spar Amurabat Torah Setam. Now, without giving uh, an age to it, a stamp part of the Torah, Ben Islim Be'arba'a Chodesh Be'yom Ehad. Twenty-four months and one day. So what do you see? One day is considered a year. That's considered three years. Rabbi El Azar Omer Ben Islim Be'arba'a Chodesh Be'lamid Yom. He says, no, no, no. Rabbi El Azar says, it's going to be twenty-four months and thirty days. 30 days is considered a year, but you can't consider it one day. Okay? So you see the Ba'alok, Shayyar bimhir omer, kol makom shneemar egel batorah setam, whenever it says egel in the Torah, that'll be like a calf, ben shana, that's one year old. Right? Egel is one year. Ben bakar, and if I'm using the word ben bakar, ben shetayim, that's already two years old. Par ben shalosh. And then it comes as part, it's three years old. That's the klal of Rabbi Meir. So his hadush is that to calculate the three years of a part, it's 24 months and a day. So he's obviously, he's not the case of, uh, of this, the planting. Because for the planting, to get the year, you got to have a 30. So the Gebaran says, Nah, I feel Rabbi Meir. I can really tell you, it's Rabbi Meir. When is he going to give you the one day rule? That's at the end of the counting. Which means like in the case of the animal, you went through 24 months already, so to count the end, the third year, one day is already enough. However, But in the beginning of the counting, like the case of Orla, where you want to count year one for Orla, he'll agree you need 30. There's a difference between the first year of the counting, whatever you're counting, and the end of the counting. At the beginning of the counting, we're not giving you the one-day rule. Beginning of the counting, he'll tell you you got to have 30 days. No, look. What do you mean? He said you got one day. 
Yeah, when they give you the one day, at the end of the counting. Which means when you had 24 months already in the bank, now let's go one more day to be considered the third year. That's Gemara's Hiluk at the inception of it. There's a difference between Te'ilat Minyan and Sof Minyan. Te'ilat Minyan, he agrees you need 30. The first year of accounting, got to have 30. So he agrees to the case of the Ola. Ah, oh, but he said one day. What was the one day? By the part, that's for the third year. So for the end of the counting, already have two months, for two years behind you, one day will be enough. To that, the Gemara says, Amarava, Velavka Mahomeru. So what are you talking about? The Gemara is going to try to say, if you're going to tell me that you can consider one day for the end counting, Kalvahomeru, you should be able to count it for the beginning. That's what Gemara is going to say. And therefore, if he holds one day for the end, Vadaish is all one day for the beginning, and therefore you cannot say that Bimi is the author of the case of Allah. Mm-hmm. And what's the Gemara's Kalvahomeru going to be? It's going to come from Nida. What's the case of Nida? Let's talk about ourselves, then we'll read it inside. In the olden days, meaning in the time of the Torah, a Nida would have to wait seven days, not seven clean days, seven days, and then she goes to the Mikveh on the seventh night. Not like today. Today, the Nida has to wait seven clean days. She's in the old days, it was just seven days. You know, she's seeing Nida. She's seeing Dam Nida for seven days. Doesn't matter. She can go to the Mikveh. After seven days pass, she goes at night. However, in our day today, we treat every nida like a zava gedola. There was another type of tomato zava gedola. Now a zava, she needs seven clean days. So we hoshes that maybe the nida is a zava. So we put the most stringencies that you could put on. That even if she sees a tipat dam kehardal, even though she sees a drop of blood, she has to sit seven clean days before she goes to the mikveh. Okay, that's uh, that's our days. Let's discuss the Torah's days. Let's say she sees day one, sunset at six o'clock, she sees at uh, five minutes to six. That's already considered day one. Finished. She, 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 she got it. Even also five, five minutes to, 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 to the next, doesn't matter. That's considered day one. Okay? However, so in the beginning, you see what? We give, a, we give her the day. We give her the day. However, at the end, on day seven, we say what? On day seven, even though it's day seven, she has to wait till the whole day to pass, until the night. So we don't say day seven right in the morning, she can go to the Mikveh. She has to wait for the whole seven. So therefore, you see what? We're more lenient in the beginning than we are in the end. So we're going to say like this. And what? By Nida. That we're more lenient in the beginning of the count than we are at the end. Here, by the case of... Uh, or la, or here in the case of these counting. If you're telling me that that you're more lenient at the end, for example, like the case of the par, kol sheken, you should be lenient in the beginning. By nida, we see we're strict at the end. The end we're strict. We don't we don't give you the, the shortened day. We gotta get a full day, but we're lenient in the beginning. Here in the case of the part where we're lenient at the end, where we give you one day for a year, certainly we should be Mikhail in the beginning to also give you one day. Let's take the Kavah Hamid, and we read it inside. To give us Amar Amar, and I've got the Hamidu. Uma nida, she'en te'ilat ayom, olala besofah, that the beginning of the day does not count at the end, meaning on day seven, but sofayom olala besofah, but the end of the day counts for in the beginning, Right, five to six on day one counts for. 
שנה שיום אחד עולה לה בסופה. A year that you tell me counts at the end, like the case of the pod, that the one day counts at the end for the third year. Certainly it should work the one day for the beginning. Now let's just read the Rashi to get the clarity on Nida. Look at Rashi, Dibura Matil, Sofayom Olala Betkelata. Understand those words. Sofayom, the end of the day, Olala Betkelata, will be counted for in the beginning of accounting. Meaning on day one, Sof Hayom is counted. Five to six, you saw at the end of the day, that's counted as day one. Sof Hayom Olala Betchilata. The end of the day is counted in the beginning of her count. Sheim Lata Samuch Tashkiyat Tahama. Very good, she's so close to sunset. Olala Yom Zeh, it counts. Bezayin Yemenida, as one of the seven days of her Nida. Ve'enat Sinicha Limnot Elavav. Ve'hu. She only has to count six more days. We're talking about the Nidah of the Torah. So you don't have to wait seven The seven clean days only applies to a Zava. Even if she's seeing all seven, she just stopped on the seventh day right before sunset. She goes to the Mikveh, seventh at night. Today, the Jewish ladies are mahmir. We treat them as if they are zavot, gedolot, leton, zayin, kiim, benodam. Even if they don't see blood. Ve'en yom sheposeket bo, olala leminyan, zayin. It's very, very important. Don't, don't, don't confuse this Gemaraya. Because on the day that she stops seeing, where she's going to start a zayin, kiim, Say on uh, Monday, at, right before sunset, she makes a hefsek tahara, and she sees now she stopped. When is considered day one? Tuesday. The next day is day one. Don't think from this Gemara that you're going to count Monday as day one. Chatz v'shalom, she says, ta'u A lot of people made a mistake from this Gemara to think that for the Zayin Nikiim, you count... Day one, because she stopped uh, seeing before sunset. Because they explained, They learned this Gemara that the end of the day that she stopped seeing, You can't let the first not so. You need Zayin Nikiim, full Nikiim. That day she wasn't Nikiim. She was Nikiim at the end of the day, but you don't count it for that. Vezumidat benot Kutiim. Yeah, that's the Kutiim ladies count that as, uh, as they were, but not the, not the religious ladies over there. So therefore, the, the Gemara, all it's saying is on the Nida of the Torah level, where she could see blood for seven days. So even though she's seen blood on day one, right? And she saw blood already at uh, five minutes before Shikiah. Day one. But for Nikiim, that's not considered day one. But she's just saying, don't make a mistake. Sofayom olala betchilata for the first day of Nida of the Torah. Of the Torah. Right. But not for the, for the Zion Nikiim. Good. So basically now we're back to the question. I go turn the page, we're back to the question. Which means, listen to me here. If he holds that one day is a year at the end, like in the case of the par, certainly he should hold one day in the beginning. To come the homer from Nida. So therefore we're back to the question that the case of Orla that said 30 days is a year cannot be 
the bimir. Third days is the beginning. But again, beginning should be one day according to the bimir. So comes Gemaran says ve'elamai. Oh, so what do you want to say? Rabbi Azar? So we'll say, okay, you know the author of the Brayta by Orla is? Rabbi yeah. Azar, because didn't Rabbi Azar say you need 30 days? He says you need a part to be 3 years, right? So what's a part according to him? 24 months, 30 days. Oh, so you see, he's the 30 day rabbi. So we'll say, good. So he can fit with the Orla case. But it's just 30 days before the year is considered a year. We'll say it's Rabbi Azar. Come on, that doesn't work. Shiloshim ushloshim ba'e. You need 60 then according to him. Why? Because the law is like this. We're introducing a new factor now to the case. That which you say you need 30 days, it's 30 days after the tree took root. And it takes 30 days for the tree to take root. So technically, if you tell me it's the th- 30 days considered a year, the bright that ends wrong, because the bright that should have said, you need shiloshim ushloshim, which is you need 30 days first for it to take root, and then after it takes root, if you still have 30 days, that's considered already a year. So why did it only say 30 days? How come it didn't factor in the, the rooting, the rooting uh, issue? Right? Huh? So comes again what it says, second line, shiloshim ushloshim ba'ay. because we have a Mishnah. En not'in. Can't plant. Right, that's uh, putting the uh, tree in the ground, right, upside down, turning it over. That's grafting. Very good. You cannot start that process 30 days within Rosh Hashanah because it's Erev Shivit, it's considered Shemitah. And if you did it, let's say you planted all that, Yaakor. Yaakor means you have to uproot. uproot it. Finish it. It's illegal uh, planting. You must uproot it. Right? That's the Tarakama. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Kol Arkaba She'ena Koletet. The Gimel Yamin, Shuv Ena Koletet. Rabbi Yehuda says like this. For a uh, tree to take root, Koletet, how many days you need for a tree to take root? Three days. Kol arkaba. Any type of grafting. She'ena koletet begimel yamin. If it's not going to catch in the first three days, she'ena koletet. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Shimon, Omrim, Shte Shabbatot. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Shimon say, no, it takes two weeks to root. Now the first opinion said what? 30 days. Now we're discussing over here the amount that it takes for it to root. So it's telling you, 30 days, one rabbi says, one rabbi says, three days, and one rabbi says, two weeks. So the Gibraltar says, According to the opinion of this Braita, that says it takes 30 days to root, you need 30 and 30. 30 for the rooting, plus 30 to get the extra year. According to the opinion that says 3, you would need what? 33 days. 3 to root, plus 30 to... Get the extra year. You need 44 days. Two weeks for rooting plus 30 days for the year. Right? So, that, so, so now we know already that there's a, there's a rooting factor now. They have to take root. So the question is then, we don't have an author. Because you only got to wait 30 days. What do you mean 30 days? Who's 30 days? The minimum would be 33. Okay? According to these opinions over here. So we'll get the opinion of 30. Now, it says, even if you want to tell me 
that the author of that uh, Braita is Abil Azar. And you want to say that Abil Azar is going to hold like the Bihudan, you just need three days for rooting. Gimel Shloshim Ba'ai. You still need 33. She's the Gimel, I just try to make a point. And even if you want to say he doesn't know, you need a 30 day rooting. Uh, so what's the smaller Shita? Three days. So you're still going to need 33. The Braita doesn't say 33, it says 30. So what's going on? Who's the author? Ela Le'olam Rabbi Meir. I'll tell you, it's Rabbi Meir. Also, what was the problem with Rabbi Meir? No, Rabbi Meir should be one. Right. One day should be considered already a uh, a year. Why did it say 30? V'chi ka'amar lamid l'klita. It is one day. That b'raita above that said, if you planted 30 days before uh, the year, Tishri, it's considered a year for Allah. We weren't discussing 30 days makes a year. One day makes a year. That 30-day number was the rooting number. That was the number for how long it takes to root. When it said 30 days, we always were learning, 30 days is a year. No, one day is a year. Also, what did it say about that? You need 30 days. Yeah, 30 days. It has to take root at least 30 days before the year to be considered a year. And if I could say the author of that bright is really, Rabbi Meir. So the Gibras wait. He achir lamid alif ba'e. It should say 31. Well, you need one day for the year, and 30 days for it to root. So you got to wait 30 days, then after 30 days that's rooted, one day already before Rosh Hashanah be considered. So therefore, even according to the B, the Meir, it should say 31. Kibra's final answer, Kasabar, Yom Lamed Ole Lekan Ulekan. Day 30, you can play it on both sides. Day 30, you can count it as the 30th day of rooting of Aklata, and you can consider it one day, the Inyan, the Shana, and therefore, 30 days is enough. Yom Shloshim Ole Lekan Ole Kan. One day, then 29 days. Right, which we don't. No. You need 30 days for the rooting. But I do the 30th day of the rooting, like you, 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 you complain on both sides. It's day 30, but it's also considered day 1 for the year. So therefore, we, let's go back to our review, because that's the end of this piece for now, meaning in the sense that the Gibbana wants to say what? We had a statement above. I'm calling it a Braita, because it was a Braita. The first Braita said, if you make it within 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, you got a year of Allah in the count. So we wanted to know, who's that 30 year, thirty day opinion? So it must be, uh, can't be the Bimir. The Bimir is the one day. So we said, ah, it could be the Bimir. The Bimir is the one day, was only at the end of accounting. But at the beginning of accounting, maybe he'll tell you, you need 30. Nah, Adraba. If he tells you at the end of the counting, 30, one, I mean, one, scotch kalbarom in the beginning of the counting, from Nida. Good. So the question is, who is it? Oh, it must be the Bimir Azar, because the Bimir Azar is a 30 day rabbi. Now, if it was a bit hazard, it's got to be either 60, or if you want to go to the minimum, it's got to be 33. Because you got to take in the fact that it's got to root first. It's got to take root. Oh, good. So we're stuck now. I'll tell you, it's a bimi'ir. And that which we said 30 days in the first braita, the 30 days is the number of days that it takes to root. Okay, good. But he still needs one day to be considered a year. Say 31. Comes the Gemara and continues. Gushnehem Mikra'i Haddarshim. Now the Gemara analyzes like this. Both Rabbi Al-Azhar and Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Al-Azhar that says 30 days is a year. 
You need the holiday. You need thirty days before the year, and the bimidah says one day. Where did they learn this from? Where did they get their numbers? Thirty days before the year is a year, or one day before the year is a year. It's all based on a pasuk in Parashat Nawah. What's the pasuk? Vehi be'ahat v'shesh me'ot shana. It was in the six hundred and first year of Noah's life. Barishon, in the first month. Be'ahat lachodesh. On the first day of the month. Rabbi Meir Savar, Rabbi Meir says, Meda'akati yom ehadhu da'ayil bashana. It's only one day of the year, so past. It's, it's the first month of the year, first day. And what is it saying? One day past in the year, fekakari leshana. And you're calling it the 601st year of Noah's life. Even though it's only one day into the year. So you see what? One day of the year is considered a year. You're considering in the 601st year of Noah's life, the 601st year, you're considering it a shana. Shma' mina yom ehad bashana chashuv shana. You the proof again. When it's counting Noah's life, really, it's, he wasn't 601 years old yet. He's starting his 601st year. Right? If he's 600, right? he's starting the, the year, but he's, he's not 601 years old. He's just one day into that year. But what does it say? It was one day into the year. It was Zyom, Chodesh Arishon, Be'ahad Lachodesh. So you one day into the year. What does it say? He was 601 years old. So what do you see? That already one day in a year, you're going to give him the whole year. Right? Because no, we give him the full year. He wasn't 601 full years. He was six, technically he was 600 years and a day. Okay? But what does it say? Already he was 601 years. So what do you see there? For one day you give him the full, uh, the full year. So the Bibi is I got a proof. Now the Idach, what is the Bibi in Gaza going to answer this Pasuk? The Bibi in Gaza says like this. Shana. If it would have put the word Shana after 601 you're right. I can't argue with you. However, get the kamart. Hashta dichtiv be'echat v'shesh me'od shana. It puts the word shana after six hundred. It says be'echat v'shesh me'od shana. So then you read it shana ashesh me'od ka'e. Jeez, the shana is going on six hundred. Umai ahat atchatat ahat kamar. The beginning of the first year. Which means like this, if it would have said like this, Shish me'ot ve'ahat shana, then you're right, there's no argument. 601 years. That means you tell me one day is considered a year. But don't say that. It says, ahat ve'shish me'ot shana. So the word shana is defining 600. It was 600 complete years. And what about the ahat? Yeah, the beginning of the ahat. The beginning of the 601st year. The word shana is not defining ahat. That's why the Torah specifically wrote it, Ahat, the Shishmi Ot Shana. The Shana is going back on Shishmi, means 600 complete years, which is true. I would about the Ahat. Now it's the beginning of the 601st year, beginning of it, not considered a year. And that's from the, the Bilal has learned that from the way the Pasuk is structured. That was the beginning of the 601st year. That's a fact. But the Hadush is according to be Meir, he doesn't learn like this. It says, even though it says, Ahat, the Shishmi Ot Shana, the Shana is going back on everything. Mm-hmm. It's going back on Shishmi'ot, and it's going back on Ahat. As if it's saying, no, wow, live 601 years. He didn't live for 601 years. It's only 600 years in a day. Doesn't matter. One day is considered a year. To that, the Bilal says, no, look at the structure of the Pasuk. The Torah was very precise. It didn't put the Shana 
after uh, then you'd be right. It says ahat kama that the six the year the shana is going on six hundred. And what about the year? The year extra year? That's the beginning of the year. Now, let's. Question says it was the first day. It was the first day of the first month. It says, So it was only one day of the year. Now, let's just discuss now which month we're talking about over here. Now let's get the, go to some details. Let's read Rashi. Now, obviously, this was after the Mabul, because the Mabul was in Nawas, 600th year. A year later, the Mabul ended, okay? Lesof Ashte Asar Chodesh, Shithil Mabul. This is after the. Uh, Yesterday, what, the 12 months of the, that the Mabul started? Now we have a great machloket when the Mabul started. It all depends on when the world was created. We have a machloket if the world was created in Tishri, right? Or was it created in Nisan? The Torah just tells us the Mabul started on the second month on the 17th day. Now, if you say that the world was created from Tishri, so therefore, uh, the second month would be Hajvan. That means the Mabul started on the 17th of Hajvan. Yudzayim Hajvan. Mm-hmm. Now the she says, Umabul yarad bi Yudzayim imar Hajvan. Kedil kaman, like we're going to learn. So, havi hai barishon behad da'odish betishri. So this pasuk, when it says it was the 601st year, on the first month, that first month you have to say is tishri. Because it was a year later. Which means from... Make the calculation. As Mabu started the seventeenth of Hashvan, the Yifshal Yod Nisan. It cannot be Nisan. Why? Shalemim Yom Mabul. The forty days was the Mabul. So that takes, let's say, forty days after seventeenth of Hashvan. So you're somewhere in the Kislev, on the twenty seventh of Kislev. Right? That's when the Mabul subsided. Vahamishim um at Yom Shigavru Amai Me'elehim. Then you got to add another hundred and fifty days where the water started to to rise. Okay. Mashu Ad Sivan. And that went all the way until Sivan. You have Kislev, Tevet, Shvat, Adar, Nisan. So you got the Sivan already. Now what happened in Sivan? Then the water started to subside. Ad Chodesh Asiri. Who? Av. Shehaya Asiri Liridat Geshamim. When it says the tenth month in the Torah that the water started to subside or subsided, it's the tenth, not the tenth month of the year. The tenth month from when the Mabul started. When did the Mabul start? Hijran. Right? Mm-hmm. So Kislev, Tevet, Shvat, Adar, Nisan, Iyar, Sivan, Tamuz, Av, plus Hijran is 10. So therefore, it's the 10th month from when the Mabul started. Now, then already the mountain top started to be visible. And then it took another month for the waters to totally get swallowed and absorbed into the ground. And that's our Pasuk. It was in the So that was Aleph Tishri. You see how she gave you the calculation? The, if you say it's Tishri, this Pasuk, if you say it's Tishri, then you have to say the Mabul happened in Hajvan. Hajvan started the Mabul 17, Hajvan. You went 40 days, then you went 150 days. Then you had to wait till the uh, mountains were revealed. Then you had to wait till they subsided. There was all that till it dried up. So that's going to take you to to six hundred first year out of Tishri. Now let's go to the other Hashbon. That she says, 
this is the world was created in Nisan. So it means the second month is going to be Iyar. That means start the calculation from 17 Iyar. 17 Iyar, 40 days, 150 days. So Aleph over here in this passage is referring to Rosh Chodesh, Nisan. Good. So all that she's just giving you the two opinions of what the month we're talking about in this pasuk over here. The 601st year of Noah, Barishon, the first month is the first month either Tishri or is it Nisan? What is that dependent on when the Mabul started? If you say the Mabul started on 17 Hajvan, then this pasuk is talking about Tishri. If you say the Mabul started on 17 Iyar, this pasuk is talking about Nisan. That's all it is. Bottom line, According to everybody, Bottom line, whether it's the first of Nisan or the first of Tishri, it's the first day of the year. Whether it's starting from Nisan or Tishri, and still calling it about 601 years. So that's a proof for Rabbi Meir. Very good. So one is a year. To that, the Meir Azan comes along and says, No. It says 600. It says, Ahat v'shishmot shana. The shana is going on shishmot. Good. We continue. Now, we didn't prove the Meir Azan's 30-day rule. We just proved the Meir Meir's one-day rule. So where do we know the Meir Azan's 30-day rule? So the Gemara says, V'rabil Azar, Maita'ama, Tichtiv, because it says, Barishon, same pasuk. This was the first day. So already it calls one day a chodesh. Now go according to proportions. If one day is considered a chodesh, then a chodesh should be considered a year. Now one is the, a month, and a month will be the year. In this pasuk it says, Already it's only one day in the month and it's calling it a Chodesh. So the Gemara says, Even only one day came into the month. And you're still calling it a month. You can say, well, one day of the month already you can call it a month. Once already you tell me that one day of the month is considered a month. So I can tell you that what? 30 days, meaning a month, is going to be considered a year. Very good. What's the units that you count a month in? No, the unit is days. You count a month in days. Like it says in the Pasuk, So therefore, just like the units of the month, one unit of it is considered a month, so too, years, how do you count years? By months. So the units of years is months. How do we know that? She says, because we say, hashana. So therefore we're going to count the, the minimum units going to be considered already one year. So just like the minimum unit of a month, which is a day, is considered a chodesh, because we say what? So too, the unit of a year, which is a month, that's considered also a year. Now, we don't have this parentheses in our text. I mean, we don't have this next line in our text. It's in the parenthetical. But let's just read it, because she has it. The parenthetical reads like this. So basically, we proved it to be Al-Azhar. 30 days is considered a year. Good? Now, Michlal, implying, that Tarbayu Sfiralu Binisan Olam. The Gemara says, from all this we see, that they must hold that the world was created in Nisan. Now, why is the Gemara saying this over here? Because it seems that, when they're learning the Parashah of Noah, 
It says it was Be'ehad Lechodesh Arishon Now what's Chodesh Arishon? Nisan Doesn't the Torah call Nisan? Tishri is not the first month Tishri is the seventh month So the Gabbara is just saying Side point You should know that All these opinions must be going That what? The world was created in Nisan And that's why when it says Be'ehad Lechodesh Arishon It's talking about Nisan Now look at Rashi that she tells us why not to take have this text. Third wide line in Ashi. Mikhlal Tarvayu Rabbi Mir Rabbi Azad Dahat Tarvayu Modu Chizuaita Tailat Shana. Rabbi said it was the beginning of the year. What is the beginning of the year? Nisan. Velin Nere De Lo Garsinande. So I take out this text. Why? The Dilma Kerabi Li Ezes Filalehu. Vehai Rishon Lav Nisan Ela Tishri. Maybe I'll tell you that what they hold that the world was created in Tishri. I can tell you, when you read that pasuk by Noah that calls it the first month, it doesn't mean it's called the first month because it's the first month of the year. I say it's the first month of the creation of the world. And if, even though we know Tishri is really month seven, but still what? I'll call it month one, the Inyan. It's the first of the or for years. Always said the years change into Shri. So therefore you have no proof of the Gibbana wanted to say in this parenthetical what? The fact that it's calling it Hodashon must be what? Nisan. So that she comes over and says, No, who told you that? Maybe maybe Rishon is uh, I know Rishon normally doing Nisan, but Rishon can mean Tishri. How can Rishon mean Tishri? Rishon the Briyata Olam. Not Rishon Hodashana. Or when it says Rishon, it means Rishon, meaning Lashanim, the years change over. So therefore, you have no proof from the word Rishon that is specifically talking about Nisan. I can still argue the word Rishon this person is talking about. Just you see, you have no proof who these rabbis hold with when the word was created. So even if you go according to the opinion that the word was created in Tishri, I could say this, Ahad is Tishri. Chodesh Rishon. I get a Chodesh Rishon be Tishri. Chodesh Rishon the Briyat Ha'olam. Not Chodesh Rishon the Chodesh Hashanah. Yes, yeah, so normally it doesn't do that, but this case says does that.